Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It's Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. My name is Tim McKernan, and good morning, ladies. I'm staring into your eyes on YouTube. Yeah, they're this blue. That's Jackson Burkett, not as hot. 21 years younger, though, so probably you're at least interested. And I understand. He's also, like, over six feet tall, and I'm 5'2". It sucks a lot, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. It's been tough. 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 Yet 25 Hall of Fame career years as a broadcaster. Yeah, I guess it is. I think September 8th will be the 25th anniversary of my first sportscast on KOMU-TV in Columbia, Missouri, produced by... The Colonel Gabe DeArmond. Of Power Mizzou. Yeah. We had some great nuggets over the weekend. He did. Big recruiting week. And me and Jackson. Jackson is going out to Las Vegas next week. Uh, two weeks from Wednesday. Thank you. And he is carrying a brick of $10,000 in cash. Yep. Uh, which is coming directly from me because mm-hmm. I am from Tam Avenue and right. I have old money. Right. And uh, and it is being placed on the over on Missouri's win total this year of six and a half. Yeah. I'm going to have a briefcase and I'm going to handcuff it to myself. Not no duffel bag boys anymore, baby. Oh, nice. If you watch, Wheezy? If you watch Atlanta, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Wheezy? Uh, Wheezy would have been the duffel bag boys, but it's a reference to the show Atlanta. Handcuffing the Glover. briefcase. Yeah. Thank Some you. great Glover. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-399-9646. Air Comfort Service text line. Get in the YouTube, because then you'll see just how uh, cute we are. And uh, you can interact. Uh, the TMA listeners and the 101 ESPN listeners, they, they get to know each other yeah. from 10 to 11 in the YouTube yeah. chat. Yeah, they kind of just kind of join alliances, and everybody's a big fan of us. Oh, my god! Yeah, they're like, we might not agree on what college football teams we like or, or stuff like that, but we do agree that these two have it. We don't know what that it is, but we know they have it. That's exactly right. Uh, so, Jackson, you're going to miss three balloon parties Yes, I will be. Uh, I mean, is Matt, is Matt Rocchio going to be my guy? What about Good Morning Grant? I think either would be great, probably even better than I. Um, no, I don't like that. I got to tell you. We're, I don't know. We're salt and pepper. We are, yeah. There is a magic to this relationship here. Um, but, you know, I think that both of them are, are outstanding at what they do, and they will uh, entertain the masses as good, if not better, than what I can do. Nice. Uh so, like, I am off on Thursday and Friday of this week. You can text in on that, 314-399-9646. And you are not producing. I believe Dan McLaughlin is doing both of those shows. Right. And yep. you're not producing. Good morning, Grant is. Yeah. Good morning, Grant will be. Uh, but you'll be here. I will be here, yeah. What's that about? <laughs> I, I Listen, uh, 
I am a, I've described it before as a vulnerable behavior, stepped away from the mic. I'm going to raise. I think I can take the pot down. I was a little off balance. Uh, oh, it, and balance. The floor like my head? <laughs> balance is key, not only to sports, but also sports talk radio. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be on, you can't, you can't be woozy when you're doing the radio. Ian woozed him. He won in 91 at Augusta, am I right? Yeah. Tiny little man. Yeah, he is. He's uh, you a weeble about, wobble boy. You want to talk about short. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a short gentleman. Uh, what I will say is that I think Grant and all of them are great. So not having me, I'm a foot, foot I keep wanting to say foot shoulder because of Kennedy Strode, but foot soldier. Nice. They asked me to do something, I do it. They asked me to not do something, I don't do it. Simple as that. I and don't Dan ask questions. said, I prefer Grant. That might be the case. I doubt it. I don't think he has any preference. Wow. So you don't think Grant's capable? I think Grant is extremely capable, and he's proven that time and time again. But you said you doubt Dan prefers him. I don't know. I, if anything, I've proven that I'm not like capable. So I think that it was like just basically a process of elimination. Like, ah, uh, Jackson's 50-50 on the capability <laughs> side of it. But who's going to do this show with me when you're in Las Vegas with all the ladies? I would bet Matt Rocchio, you two have a history together. It's a South City thing. South City, both St. Gabe's guys. That's the Italian and Irish thing, though. That's been tough. That's yeah. been going on really since, since 19th century New York. Right. He ran the board on TMA for like a year and a half, so you two have some... Uh, some prior knowledge of each other, and he's great. He is really outstanding. Okay, so Rocky, it is because yeah. you don't think Grant is. I think Grant is super capable. Okay, but you know, Grant. Uh, Maybe Grant doesn't want to work with us. Maybe it's that he produced the producers' party and was really excited when I said when. Maybe Grant game. doesn't want to work with me. Maybe that's but now we've officially diagnosed the issue. That could be the case, but you are like working with someone like you is like it's like playing with Kareem. That's how I describe it. Wow, that was a kind of an odd reference, but it's because you watched Winning Time last night. I did watch Winning Time last night, and I did enjoy it. Um, I will. Because I mean, I don't think if somebody said like, "Who's the best athlete right now?" and then people, maybe some people might still say like Michael Jordan. Right. I would I don't say think they'd say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You see what I'm saying? Well, Jordan had a shorter career. Abdul-Jabbar played for a long time and won every place he went, just <sighs> like you. No matter where you were, whether well, let me it be, list all the great places. Right. 590, 1380, 920, and now a janitorial closet on HD2. And that's you, right. That's like I played for the Pirates. I played for the Marlins. Right, but you can't forget about your your time in Little Rock, which was essentially your UCLA winning three straight wow. national titles. My eight months in Little Rock, you're yeah. right. And then like the AM radio stops were like the Milwaukee Bucks. Like you took home a title, you brought the I'm title. I'm like Giannis? Yeah. And then you changed your name and went to LA. Man. The analogy works perfectly now that you've laid it out. Right. I'd like to. I'd like to apologize. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Uh, so I, we got a couple things here. We have the little pedals. We can wrap up. Presented by Angry Beaver. That's right. Sponsored just like the program sponsored by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. It's a return on investment machine. That's yeah, what this is a for advertisers. It. Yeah, it's a jubilee of uh, <laughs> ROI. And then the great Matt Rocchio, the pride of South City. Um, told me they were playing a couple of clips from John Mazalak on with uh, Tom Ackerman, who's a really difficult fella to get along yeah, with. I couldn't agree more. Very, very ornery. Not <laughs> well-liked. Right. Uh, from Mazalak's appearance on KMOX uh, this past weekend. And being that we were doing our program uh, on HD2, brag, for the three hours opening drive is on, I haven't had a chance to hear this, so I'm anxious to hear it. So, Jackson, what do we have? Set this up for the loyal balloon party listeners here. I wish I could set, up, set it up in, in some sort of great detail. Um, if you're watching I, on YouTube, you just got to three, I, see a bottle. I walked thumbs. into the studio at 10.03. 
And so we were on the air at 10.04, so I didn't really get a chance to hear it. Are so. you waiting for the Marcus and Allen announcement? You're already in the chat? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about that, but that's not the reason. The reason... What percentage of the audience knows what I mean by the Marcus Allen announcement? I would say 85% assume I'm talking about the former Raider chief, Humblebrag, who I would play golf with a good amount when he lived in the St. Louis area. Right. And has a unique kind of Jim Furyk uh, takeaway. Really? Yeah. Uh, but he's still like an eight. And uh, not the basketball talent that may or may not be signing with your Missouri Tigers uh, coming up. Sure, well, the Illinois people love hearing your Missouri Tigers. So, yes, that is correct. What percent of people know that this announcement's coming tonight in this audience right now? Four percent. Yeah, I think that might be the right number, actually. And I don't think it's because like they're not locked down college sports, but like recruiting and like certainly like high school recruits right now aren't as uh as you're not focusing on them as much as you might have even 10 years ago because of the portal um, yeah, i get that I big think, week for missouri though football yeah, and basketball no doubt but i think like portal talk is actually especially in college basketball is uh is bigger news sometimes than high school recruits committing places i think there might be something to that all right so let's hear what john mazalek has to say here it is courtesy of came well i think uh we're gonna have to look at at you know all viable options so you know what what that looks like in the trade market obviously um it would probably be a little bit easier to address just more in the the free agent market because you're you're not subtracting but um i think we just have to remain open-minded we know we have um holes to fill and you know i I don't think it's as daunting as people think i mean you're always going into the off season knowing that there's there's some areas where you're trying to improve and you know this year it's uh from a from a uh, standpoint of simplicity, we know we have to add pitching, and um, it's just not rotational depth. It's also going to be in the bullpen. So, um, I think as we we get past the World Series and and can open up that market, you know, that's something that we're going to have to uh, be very aggressive in, and you know, hopefully, uh, we're able to fill those needs. Uh, so, so I think the focal point from that particular soundbite that many are isolating in on is that it's not as daunting as people think to fill three rotation spots. And I suppose it depends on what your definition of filling them is. They could do it right now. As a matter of fact, they are. There are guys going out there pitching who are in a pitching rotation. But as a rotation that competes for a world championship, from where the Cardinals are at this moment with who is in the organization is a realistic option to be in the 2024 rotation to getting to that point, I would say that is daunting. Oh, yeah. Now, what my belief is, is they have uh, the plan to go after, outside the organization, at least one free agent pitcher. So there's one, and they have the dollars earmarked for it. Adam Wainwright won't be costing on the payroll. They're going to lighten up, but they already have with the trades. So they will have some theoretical flexibility there. You got to get them because it takes two to make it happen. So yeah. if a free agent doesn't want to come here, then that's that's a separate conversation. But okay, let's for the sake of the discussion check that box, and I would say you're probably in the quarter million dollar range. Yeah. Oh yeah. On that, assuming we're talking a number one, whomever it would be, then I believe their next plan is to trade, and I think they probably already have a short list of three that they're going to trade the. For lack of a better term, surplus, I think it might be better to call it a logjam because surplus indicates strength, and I'm just not sure it's strength. It's just a lot of guys who play these particular positions, uh, in particular in the outfield. And then you'll get a, I don't know, probably the free agent will be the one 
Michael is the two, and then maybe this trade is the three or four. Yeah, I'd say that's most likely the situation. And then you have, uh, you know, I, I mean, Stephen Matz is going to be in there, whether he should be or shouldn't be. But hey, man, Stephen Matz has been dealing the last month. So the question then becomes, you know, to fill three spots, do you then go down to the minor league level? Is Dakota Hudson the guy? I mean, what what direction are they going? I don't know. I, it'd be wonderful it's Libertor. I just haven't seen it anything consistently from Matthew Libertor when he pitches at the major league level to believe that guy's the solution for 2024. So with that said, people, of course, if you are watching this over the final two months, uh, what did you think of this weekend? Matt's pitched well. Austin Gomber actually really pitched well. Um, And how the Cardinals will evaluate the final two months. Here's what Mazzillac had to say on Camwex. A positive impression because you know one of the things that that you want to be careful of is 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 trying to solve your problem just in these these two months in terms of feeling where if guys perform well that means we just don't have to do anything. I think the one thing that we have to take away from from this past year and, and really just experience is just we we need to add players that we can count on and it's in it and you know obviously seeing Matt's do what he's doing I think that's great but some of these younger players that are going to go out and pitch over the next two months it, it is important for them to to show some success and and to to do well but that's still not going to change our off-season approach at the moment um we know that 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 um we need to find some experience for our rotation and not solely rely on, on guys having great outings. But I will say like, you know, Dakota Hudson, it's, it's, it's encouraging to see how well he pitched the other day. So, you know, he's capable of doing it. Now he's got to show that he can replicate that and be consistent with it. John Mazzalek. I like hearing that. Yeah. Agreed. I like hearing that. Agreed. I don't, you know, this is a different set of, so it's like going out and shooting a, a good round when you're just like screwing out with your buddies and going out and shooting a good round in competition. It, it's a different set of circumstances when you're out in this situation. This is closer to Grapefruit League than it is when you're competing for a division title, which used to mean something much more than it does now, since somebody from the American League Central is going to get to play for one. Uh, and uh, and then also in October. So I like that. Yeah, I don't even know if that's necessarily where he's thinking. He's, he may have already seen enough from some of the guys, such as Libertor and Hudson, that he's like, I know these aren't the answers. Sure. It's just not the answer. So I like hearing that answer. Uh, and uh, potentially they're going internationally to fill one of those other spots in the in the rotation also. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. All right, we will have the Little Piddles Angry Beaver Weekend Wrap-Up. Six wonderful questions that will make you think. Uh, think deeply, actually. I think, I think what you're going to find are these questions are intellectually stimulating. I hope that to be the case. That's kind of the goal I set out on. I don't always accomplish it, but nobody right. bats a thousand. Right. But I think you did today. It's the Angry Beaver Little Piddles weekend wrap-up, and it's coming your way in the next segment here on Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Toyota. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. What a weekend it was in the world of sports. It's time now for Lil Piddle's Weekend Wrap-Up. Presented by the Angry Beaver, a couple of blocks south of Bush Stadium. Mention Piddle's for $5 off any pizza. Yeah, yeah, Weekend Wrap-Up. 
we can wrap up Angry Beaver. What did you do on the, this weekend as a most eligible bachelor? Beautiful weather. I bet you were out, and I bet you were gallivanting. I was doing a little bit of gallivanting. Where are you? Where, yeah. did, you, where did you go? Showing myself off just a tad. Uh, Friday, played golf, and then went out to- Where'd you uh, play? You were log? Uh, Stone Wolf. Stone Daddy. And then- uh, And shot in 81? 86. What went wrong? Who? Uh, just this ball striking situation I have. Uh, just I'm not, give me a half hour in the simulator with you. Don't need to tell me twice. I'll be there because I need. It's like it's like worse than bad. Like I just have no chance. Is that seven iron up to one fifty? I, I can get it at one fifty, but if, if you I, really step on it. But like I, I don't think I found the center of the club face uh, since the. Cardinals started the season. Wow! Like I've my the toe of my club just gets demolished every single time. It's rough. Um, Any suggestions for Jackson? Three one four three nine 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 six four six. I know people are talking about your swing in the YouTube chat. Also, it's one hundred one ESPN on YouTube. But I'm like unconscious off the tee box. And, really? Yeah. Boy, this guy. And uh, buy stock in Jackson. That's what I tell and people. And sixty yards and in, I'm dangerous. But. Again, just can't hit uh, an iron. Uh, then I went out to a little brewery action, hung out with some friends, had some some beverages Saturday. Did you meet the ladies? Where the ladies at? Uh, there were ladies. Wow, so cryptic. Yeah, they were having seltzers. It was, it was lit. <laughs> um, and then I'm moving, so I had to go. You're call. moving? I'm moving to a different place on the hill. I'm still on the hill, just a different. Breaking news. Just a different apartment. I didn't know that. Yeah, this is uh, this was a recent development. So I'm moving, so I have to get some stuff for the move, um, which is not very interesting, but it did happen over the weekend. And then uh, hung out. We had a friend had a going away party on Saturday, and it was really fun. For you moving a block? No, see, that would have been great. No, his friend's moving to Kansas City, so went over to his house. Why does he hate St. Louis? Um, that's a good question. I asked him a bunch of times, and uh, he didn't have a solid answer, so I held him accountable. Um, good for you. So yeah, that was, and then yesterday I played golf again. Uh, someone hooked Jackson up with your daughter is the first comment I see when I went into the YouTube chat. Yeah, I'm not, so it sounds like it's going well in there today. Not looking to get set up. Pretty comfortable. All is good. Don't worry about me. Oh um, wow, you're doing just fine. Thank you. That's what happens when you gallivant. Right. Yeah. That's uh, well. That's the the end goal, right? Is to be just fine. Uh, take three weeks off and quit. That's from the 618. I guess that's advice for your golf. Uh, I don't want to. I like my job. Uh, Merle from, I think it's a golf thing. Quit oh. talking golf, you elitist. I will stick my size 10 white New Balance up your butt, Jackson. That's Merle from Oakville. You have to do better than a size 10. Um, but I don't think you know, golf isn't that. I mean, paid like $35 for the round. I didn't know that that was really throwing my wealth around. <laughs> Move your ass down to the stadium and hold these losers <laughs> accountable. And who the F is Grant? That's from uh, Steve in Wildwood, who's now texting into the 101. Yeah, it's great. Grant is great. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Grant. He's the one who gave me the piece of information. How many people catch the good morning Grant reference? I don't even know if you know what it is. Reality Bites? Yes. Yeah. It's a great movie. Winona Ryder, shout out to her. I wish she was in Godfather uh, 3. John Mahoney's uh, character. Right. And then there was Troy. There was Troy. I Ethan Hawke? Yeah, I feel like I would be closer to Troy than... Uh, ben anybody, Stiller. Right, than anybody else. Um, but, I'm more Good Morning Grant. Yeah, shout out to Good Morning Grant. Um, John Mahoney and She's the One is one of the more underrated acting performances in, in film history. And I know you own goodorbad.com and do movie reviews I'm, as a I'm cinephile. willing to have a guest post. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Here's Tim McGurney with a blog post. Yeah, you know, it was read by me. You know, like people submit stuff to like the New Yorker or something. You can Absolutely. submit. Guest column. Yeah. John Mahoney. She's the one. Edward Burns. Uh, Jackson, do we have this angry beaver? Wow, we sure do, Tim. Adam Wainwright. I mean, to catch you off guard. No, 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 no. Adam Wainwright. How about that whole, how about that whole deal? Very nice. Thank what you. delivery? It honestly makes me upset to watch Wayno struggle as we approach the end of his career, and those last two wins seem less and less likely with every outing we see. Again, I'll ask, do you think Wayno will reach that 200-win milestone? Looking back with the hindsight being 2020, do you think it would have been better for Wayno's legacy to retire at the same time as Yadi now? Ah, good questions. Um, God. I'm hopeful if I actually now had to bet it, I would say no on the 200. Yeah. It just, the, the issue is him getting to five innings with them leading. Right. And it's, then them holding on to it. I mean, there's a lot of things <laughs> that like, have to happen. Right. Uh, the, the thing that I, I, I've actually had people, I don't usually get asked these kinds of questions, but I feel like whether it be for QFTA for a podcast or uh, just when I'm out BSing with people, uh, people talk about Wayne right now. Do you think he regrets pitching? And I feel like somebody asked me that when I was out this weekend, uh, which, like I said, is odd. But uh, I had that conversation. That's why it's fresh in my mind. And when I was asked that, I said, I don't think so. And I think because he really, first off, you hear him if you do hear him with Randy Carricker and Kerry Davis and Brooke Grimsley and Matt Rocchio every Wednesday, his nature is to be an optimist, or as he calls himself, a believer in multiple ways as a uh, very faithful Christian and also always seeing, you know, the positive. Sure. And God bless him. Love it. You know, so uh, there's not a part of me that he was like, man, I'm going to go back out there and get 17 million. And I know for almost everybody listening to the show, with you being the exception, $70 million matters. But for Adam Wainwright, it probably doesn't matter all that much. Right. I think, I actually would tell you this. I think if the Cardinals don't even win the World Series, because then you got the Jordan, Manning, whatever, exit. Uh, I, 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 NLCS, and he pitches well in, in route to the NLCS. I think, there's, I think there's a much better chance that he would have shut it down then. $17 million or maybe more. Let's say he might have gotten more. I think the fact that he finished the season so badly, the final three weeks, let's not change what actually happened. He pitched really well last year mm-hmm. and, and then didn't get to pitch in a playoff series. I think that lit a fire that he's like, I'm going to go out there and show that that was just, you know, not who I am and I'm not done and really thought that he was going to have a great year this year. Great being relative, probably not 2009 Adam Wainwright. And so I, and I also think when we talk Adam Wainwright in 10 years, I don't think we'll, I don't even think 2023 will be mentioned. No, it just isn't the way that these things work, you know? Uh, so I do not think that I, I think if anything, one of the things that you hear guys say who actually played is play as long as you can, because when it's gone, you will miss it. You might not miss, you know, dealing with, you know, ass hats like me. Right. Or but, the day to day. But you'll you'll miss that sanctuary that is the locker room. Yep. That unique spot of just being able to, without worrying about, you know, somebody 
tweeting trying to get your career end to being able to bust balls, for lack of a better term, give people trouble. The fraternity that forms, the fraternity that divides also, case in point being what's going on with the Chicago White Sox, uh, that... The, you know, the momentum, like Maroon talked about with the Stanley Cup team. You know, it's funny how, you know, going out and hanging out with guys can bring a team together. We started going out on the road a bunch, and then we just took off. That kind of stuff, you don't get that again in life. Yeah, Never get it again. In competition, mm-hmm. you're a competitor by nature. You have to be in order to get to that level. You never get that again. You can go out and gamble on the golf course or play poker, whatever the hell is going to blow your hair back, whatever. You never get that again. So I think I think the thing that can get labeled is he did this just to get money or the Cardinals were dumb to spend the money or Bill DeWitt's just consumed with legacies. And I just that's what it was. I think it was a sound baseball move that has blown up and it sucks. But I think when we're talking about Adam Wainwright, even in a couple years, we won't be talking about 2023. So I don't I don't view it through that lens in any way. Yeah. So I always, whenever an athlete's like, uh, should I keep like, I always am in favor of athletes continuing it as long as they can. It's up to the organization if they want to keep bankrolling it. But I understand, considering the Cardinals pitching situation, I understand them going, oh, we got Adam Wainwright. Look what he was. Sure. April through August of last year. Right. It was only until, I think it was the first week of September, and then it started spiraling. And he came on here, not on our show, but he came on, who would come on our show? Uh, He came on uh, the opening drive and said, and it was like two different things. One time it was like a a grip thing or something, two different things. One thing was an injury thing. It's just who he is. and, and And maybe it's over, maybe he's injured. I don't know. Either way, this is it. Doesn't matter. He's done in seven weeks. But I'm not going to go, man, I mean, I love 2006 in the World Series, and I love 2009 when he should have won the Cy Young, and 2013 when he outdueled Garrett Cole and they went to the World Series. But remember 2023? It won't cross my mind. Right. It just won't cross my mind. Right, especially when you talk legacy with a guy like Adam Wainwright. You're right. You're not going to remember the one off bad year at the tail end of his career when the in team the itself. Moment, it sucks. Right. Because people always bring up what? Willie Mays falling around yeah. with the Mets. Yeah. But, you know, in the whole scheme of things, I don't go, Michael Jordan, yeah, I know he's great, but how about those Wizards years? Right. Yeah, what about when he was owning the Bobcats? Yeah. You know, I no. mean, that's just not, it's just not the That's not legacy. That's, yeah, that's just not, that's that's just that's a not part of the story. All right, we'll uh, break, come back with five more questions from the Little Piddles Angry Beaver Weekend Wrap-Up. You're listening to Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. It's here by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Text in Air Comfort Service. Text line 314-399-9646. And you're welcome to watch us on uh, YouTube and interact in the chat. See what's doing in the YouTube chat, Jackson. Let's see. Uh, Lil Piddles was very disappointed, too. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means, but that's old Steve Sexton in there talking it over about you being disappointed. Well, anytime Steve Sexton gets involved, you know I'm fired up. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you got a question, too? Maybe this will be good. 
Yeah, I'm going to move off the Cardinals. Uh, question two is originally a Cardinal question. Oh, wow. I think I like your audible there. Yeah. I just don't know what, I mean, how, what, what meat is on the bone. It's it's, it's like not. talking blues this year in March. It's yeah. like, eh, I mean, you know, the trade deadline's over. We're just playing out the string and looking toward next year. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think I'm going to pivot to probably the biggest big picture question right now. We're going now. conference realignment. We're going, yeah, college sports in general. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz was very candid recently about the state of college athletics and directions that things are going with the Pac-12 uh, basically shutting down with Oregon and University of Washington heading to the Big Ten along with USC and UCLA. Obviously Colorado heading to the Big 12. Utah looking to make an exit. Uh, yeah, it's done, baby. Yeah, it's done. So uh, what did you make of Drink's comments? And how do you think the landscape of college sports will change across the next 10 years or so? Uh, I, the, the Drinkwitz comments thing is, you know, it's like tweeting out, I hate racism. Right. right. But I know you liked him, so dig in. I, I, my, I, my point being, it's like, well, yeah, that's a very, that's a, that's a wonderful thought. It's right message, wrong messenger is what I would no, say. No, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with the message. It's got nothing to do with any thoughts on Eli Drinkwitz. It, it could have been, you know, Mark Stoops. Right. I don't, it's, it's a, it's an applause line take. Right. And coming from someone who is a benefit of the system. I but everybody say. who's a college, in college right. football no, is a benefit. Okay. All right. I, I didn't know if you're specifying no, on Eli Drinkwitz. No, 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 no. Any college But coach. some people are like, well, that's coming from Missouri. Missouri left to go to the SEC. So this isn't anything about Eli I drink with is just like, well, who's going to disagree with it? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like that wasn't, you know, JFK's inauguration <laughs> speech. Right. But it's like, you know, it's getting likes on social media. So what a great moment for Eli Drinkwitz. I'm like, well, I mean, he, you know, like I said, I hate racism. Give me my likes. I think Stan Kroenke's an ass. Ooh, give me my likes. You know, if I'm feeling down about myself, I'll tweet that out. If I'm feeling up about myself, I'll read the STL Today comments or our text line. Balance, baby. Thank you. Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. So with that said... I'm high on the Tigers. <laughs> I went to Missouri. Is that thumb? Over on the six and a half wins. The Colonel's my boy. Right. No uh, all of all of my things for that wing of the Missouri fan base. It's like, see, he hates Eli Drinkwitz. I'm just, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't think it was like this magical thing. Right. So that is where I am. And I know it would have been a lot easier to just say, yeah, it was great. I just didn't, I, I thought it was getting way more as if, you know, this was this, breakthrough moment for Eli Drinkwitz yeah, I and I just didn't I, I just like he he tweeted out I hate race it was the equivalent of that it was he, you know but he took a 15 second pause before to say it well I, I'm not I'm not you know I don't have an observation on you know that part of it I just anybody can say that and I think it's understandable I just am I at 15 yet I just let it let it breathe Go ahead. Who who is in the wrong on the conference realignment? Who is in the wrong? Yes. Um, the powers that be with college okay, that's, athletics. That's, 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 that you ought to do a, a Twitter tweet rant then, because if you say you know, if you're really not going to actually say, here is the problem, here is my idea for a solution then I don't have much time for you. And I'm, of course, using the royal. Really? I have all the time in the world for you, as you know, yeah. when we do our podcast and I talk for three hours <laughs> and you politely nod. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying, like, one of the what can you do? Like, let's run for office. I'll run for whatever party. It doesn't okay. matter anymore because whatever. And I'll say the problem with society is, you know, Right. Yeah. And we'll just make hand motions. Right. And I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I'll talk about families and communities and, and education and neighborhoods. 
And people go, God, this guy really. Yeah, speaking. I to might me. not know my ass from a hole in the ground in reality, but I can, I can, I can use my hand on you, for lack of a better term, with my words. No doubt. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. So who did did Oregon do something wrong? I think that. And I'm not, I'm not mad about anything, but I, I, I don't, I just, you know, it's like money makes the world go round, and who doesn't try to make more money? Mm-hmm. And then if you're a spot where you're going to lose money. So here's the deal for the Pac-12, because I realize most people probably weren't following the Pac-12 television negotiations. They got a deal from Apple TV. Now, I love Apple TV, and the, this might be the rest of the show, by the way, so just let me know when we got a break, because I'm gone. This is it. <laughs> it's the fire has been started. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I love going back to this as my reset. What is Andy Richter's pin tweet? His pin tweet says, <laughs> it's an incredible time to be alive if you're dumb and mean. Right. And that's all due respect. So, <laughs> here is here is the issue. Oregon and Washington, if they stayed in the Pac-12 and took care of those student-athletes, if they stayed in the Pac-12, it would have cost their university $60 million. Okay? Yeah. That was, that was what was on the table from Apple TV. Now, I love Apple TV selfishly watching city doggies play. Right. Because it's so convenient. I love that. But I also know, deep down, MLS would love to have a television deal with take your pick of whomever because it's going to make more money. But they're in the spot that they're in. They're certainly getting more and more attention. Messi's turning that franchise into something. A month ago when they were here, they were a joke. Now they got everybody talking about them. And they're winning, or they came back last night. Uh, So my point being, you are where you are at the moment, and that's when you get what you're paid. That's business. You know, all of a sudden now we have a bunch of capitalists who want to be socialists in the Southeastern Conference. It's a fascinating moment in American history. So SEC's got the juice. Pac-12 doesn't have the juice. So Oregon and Washington's got an out. They have responsibilities to their university. Who's the university? Their students. And they can stay and make it easy for the softball team to travel between Pullman and Eugene or they can make another $60 million by joining the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the choice? Right. So, yeah, the travel sucks for the non-revenue sports. But what are we going to do? Bitch about football? Football makes it possible. Football, Jackson, watch this. Football is the nipple from which they survive. No doubt. It can sound harsh. But, but these programs exist because of football. So we're going to bitch about the head coaches of football teams. I'm not saying you are. This is just a, this no, is an overall it. thing because it's these are applause lines. If there was a solution that could be made, like after a three minute speech at a press conference after you know football practice, then then Eli Drinkwitz or whomever. This isn't about Eli Drinkwitz should become the commissioner of something to fix it. But in reality, these are tough problems, and they need serious people, and a lot of it is not something that is going to end with happily ever after. Personally, as I said on the show last week, it's my opinion that football will break off, and it'll be like the NFL. Chip Kelly said this, UCLA's head coach, who was in the NFL, and UCLA is now going to be traveling to New Jersey to play conference football games, uh, that it should break off to be the NFL. Now, that that can, can happen, but then what's going to happen to your non-revenue sports and so this is all about football and i think football after a while goes well god we're kind of bankrolling all of these other sports we like to operate how we want to operate right and, and why can't we do what we want to do and so that's the direction it's going the point being i don't know what the solution is 
And I also don't know who we blame. Who do you blame? Well, I think it's a you're like it's bigger than all of this. It's bigger than college right. sports. It's bigger than sports in general. So I don't think the, the athletic that, yeah. directors or the university presidents in Seattle, Washington, or Eugene, Oregon, or Los Angeles, or ten years ago in Columbia, Missouri, or College Station, or thirteen years ago in Lincoln, Nebraska, in Boulder, Colorado, or last week in Boulder, Colorado, were wrong. They have a choice. Their responsibility is to their university. That is their job. And if they are going to lose money, material dollars, which will then actually impact their student-athletes a hell of a lot more than a long flight, then their responsibility is to go where the dollars are. And that's business. So you can tweet out these abstract things and not have a clue of how the world works, and you'll get likes, but those likes will be just as much worth to your your operation as softball is to these college sports programs. The reality is it's moved by dollars. And it's a capitalistic society. And these universities have an obligation to not lose money. And if they have an opportunity to make more, then that's what they do. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because the alternative is they lose money. Now, if they're just making money, so then they're lining their own pockets, that's a different conversation. And then you're hurting people. That's a different conversation. But they would have hurt themselves if they would have said, you know what, we're going to stay in the Pac-12. Yes, it's going to cost us $60 million, but we like the idea of the kids from the softball team and the baseball team being able to have the easier drive between Pullman and Corvallis, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that that's why it frustrates me when these kinds of conversations go. And then you have like Stephen A. Smith and Chris Russo screaming with spit flying out of their mouths about things that actually don't matter, but are applause lines, because then it mobilizes the population's mindset to dumb things that don't matter. The reality is what usually matters in most conversations at its core, money, sex, religion. That's the motive for damn near everything. And in this case, it's money. But it wasn't because the people at Oregon and Washington are going, well, screw the kids who play baseball. It's because we're going, oh, my God, the TV deal that the Pac-12 is able to get, not because the commissioner is a bad guy, but because they just aren't as desirable a commodity, in part because of the time zone. This is what we got. We got Apple TV. We aren't the SEC. We aren't the Big Ten. So we got $60 million less in Apple TV. And then Oregon and Washington go, oh, my God, we got to go. Because if we don't go, somebody else is going to go. Maybe Arizona and Arizona State go, even though it makes no sense on the surface that they'd be in the Big 12, 10. But hell, it makes no sense that UCLA and the USC go there based on the old way. But the reality is it's $60 million. They have a responsibility to take it. And does it suck? I suppose it sucks. But that's the way that the world works. At least this part of the Western world works. And, they, and so I understand them doing it. So Missouri is better off that it went to the SEC. I think most people would agree that. Now, if you liked going to see him play Iowa State and Kansas and Kansas State and Oklahoma State, I understand. But financially, that was Missouri's responsibility. And it always goes back to business. And so I just don't have a whole lot of tolerance for applause lines to get likes on social media. Because oftentimes those are things that are dumbed down that that take our eye off the ball. And like I said, the ball is usually money, sex, or religion. And in this case, it was money. So I understand it, even if it is inconvenient for the non-revenue sports and football to have to travel across the country. But what was their choice? Present a problem and present a solution. 
But again, it's a serious problem, and it requires serious people. And some smart people haven't been able to come up with the solution. And my point is, nobody's doing anything wrong. So if you're just going to go, the media or society, then you're misdirecting the conversation. But you'll get likes, but it's not going to accomplish anything. I'm sure we got a break. This is a Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. And I'm still worked up. <laughs> I, I could go, I could, I would, lo- I'd love to go longer. Maybe we'll just go straight into QFTA. Cool with me. We had some good QFTA, you have QFTA time? Sure. Tim McKernan Show podcast, by the way. No doubt. Uh, here, here's, I'm going to try to macro this thing. Here is why I get worked up about it. I feel like in 2023, you have some charlatans who get into power and take your pick of whatever element of the world this is because they can give you popular crap on social media, but they're really not saying anything that helps. They just are good with like bait, mm-hmm. you know. But then when it, times to get, it comes time to get in a room and actually solve problems where you don't have to worry about likes, but you actually have to fix something, they're worthless. And that is why this kind of thing sets me off. This is a complicated thing. We're talking about conference realignment that, that for those of you just joining us. And the reality is we can all go, God, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. You know, I mean, poor Washington State and Oregon State and Stanford and, and Cal. But it's survival of the fittest. That is capitalism. So these are the schools that were in position to go to the Big Ten, and their university presidents had a, had a choice. Well, we can stay with the Pac-12 and keep our geographic rivalries, or we can go get $60 million. And if we don't get it, somebody else is going to get it. And now it's going to impact not just our football team, but all of our teams, and then also our academics. Kids who are from Portland, or take your pick of wherever, that went to the University of Oregon, or kids from wherever that went to the University of Washington. And that is the reality of it. So tweeting out how unfortunate it is, sure, that's wonderful. But there's realities to it. And this goes for a number of other issues that go on. And then this thing about I got to get my likes, which I believe is at the core of a lot of the dumb crap and also the mean crap, is, is something that takes our eye off the ball. And that is why I just, I can't sit here and go, yeah, I loved what he said. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I like it if we lived in utopia, but we don't. And there are tough choices that have to be made. And smart people haven't been able to figure out the solution. And usually the smart people aren't the ones that are sitting there spending their days on social media looking for likes. Uh, we got to wrap it up. BK and Ferrario are uh, up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.